listening to another episode of the Sisterhood Podcast. And today we have Michelle. Laura. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, I can't really talk at the minute. Laura's the professional podcaster now. She's been doing really well with her series, Coping. So this is the first one I've been on in a while. But um, congratulations to Laura. You've had two guests so far. Three guests. Recorded, but you've had Courtney and you. And you've someone coming. Two more coming, yeah. Two more coming, yeah. I'm excited to listen to them. They've been very good, very real, very honest, and um, really enjoyable, actually. Yeah, they're um, fun to record, and it's nice as well, because I don't have to do a lot of the talking. I just kind of let them lead yeah, their way. Yeah, you're a little, like, journo in the making. Oh, God, <laughs> absolutely not. So today we're going to talk a bit about periods. Oh, the, sexy. The words that... um. Most people shiver at for some reason. Um, I seen a tweet recently actually, and they were like, "Remembering school when you used to have to hide your pads to go to the toilet and everything." It's such a like dirty I still secret. Do, do yeah. Like if I was in college, I'd take my bag if I was going to the toilet to like cover it. I wouldn't. I do cover it in my hand, like, but I would um, not take it out of my bag right now. If I'm going to the shop right, and I don't hide it in my shopping cart or anything but for school I definitely did like it was like don't tell anybody like yeah you know where I still like hate going in and buying them I don't know why I'm really weird about that completely told to hate it yeah. like to, or to be, be like ashamed of it yeah. yeah like what are we supposed to do like yeah fair enough you can go on some pills to stop it but like you know you get it when I don't know what age I was I was in sixth class anyway so I think I was like yeah 12, maybe? 12, 11, 12. Like, do you know, some people get it before then as well. So, like, what are you supposed to do at that age? Like, do you yeah. know, it's such a it's such a weird thing, like, that you're shamed for this. So, basically, we want to talk about this. It was one of our, like, li- it was on their list anyway. Yeah. But then with the Tampax ad being banned in Ireland um, because it got 84 complaints yeah. to the ASAI, um, and it was taken down and like loads of people in Ireland were like, what the actual fuck? 84 complaints and it was taken down. It wasn't even that bad. And then we were surprised here as well. 80... 83% of the complaints were from women. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, initially we were, you probably would think, oh my God, men just can't handle talking about that stuff, talking about blood or anything like that. But then when you hear it was women, it's kind of like internalized misogyny because and like I'm actually like waiting to be tested for endometriosis. And so basically I've had really, really painful periods since I've had periods like to the fact that they've made me faint. Um, I've been in agony for a day. I've had to leave work. I've I've been on the street like in RD outside Spa when I was a teenager and I had to drop to the ground my friend had to sit with me and I probably looked like, I don't know, I was drunk or something, but I, it was the heat mixed with my cramps. Like it just came on, you know, I've only recently, I was on a bike and the blood dripped onto the um, seat and stuff like that, you know? So like for me talking about periods would have been really helpful because it was only about two years ago, I was sitting with my friend who's a nurse and she goes, Michelle, did you ever get tested for endometriosis? She was like, you know, that painful of periods just isn't normal. And so I've thought for like, God, 
I haven't had my period 14 years or something. Yeah. Longer. No, longer. About 16 years. I thought it was normal to be in, like, so much pain that you're lying on your bathroom floor to get the cold off the tiles or to, like, literally be fainting from it. Sorry, my dog is just trying to give me a kiss at the minute. Hello. <laughs> it's okay, puppy. Everybody gets periods. Well, and not everybody, well, but, no. you know. But, yeah, it's been absolute agony, and I just thought that was completely normal. Um, yeah, I knew I had it a bit worse than others, but I didn't know that it was actually, you know, something. So I'm still waiting to be tested. Um, apparently I had an appointment, but because of the virus, it was pushed back. So um, hopefully we'll find out soon. Yeah, but you got put on the pill then when you did kind of go and tell the doctor that you're having yeah. like painful periods and that. Because no, you, you spent a lot of your life like not being on the pill. Yeah, I was never on the pill because I never went about my painful periods because only till my friend Nicola, who's the nurse, said it to me. She goes, Michelle, that's not normal. I went to my doctor then and I said, and actually, yeah, I went to my doctor and I was like, look, I was doing my painful periods. Um, I don't know if it's endometriosis or what it is. And she said, OK, you have to be tested um, by a gynecologist. <laughs> can't even say it gyno like, gyno yeah she was like you have to be so I was put on a waiting list for that um but the doctor actually was really good she kind of explained to me what it is you know she drew out a diagram and explained it to me like I can't even explain it right now but she you know the egg and stuff she was kind of explaining to me what happens and I actually appreciated that she did a diagram because then I can visualize what actually was happening in my body and so she put she really wanted me to go on the pill and I was so nervous about going on the pill the pill has a bad rep. Yeah. It really does. Between like um as you know from like our body issue, what 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 did we call it? Body image. Image one, you know, I've struggled with body image my whole life. So I've always heard go on the pill, it makes you fat. Um or you'll gain weight, it does this, like and then I You could get depressed as well was one I heard yeah. a lot. And it does happen I think. Yeah, you can get the wrong pill or the pill doesn't match you. So it can be like, some people have had a lot of trial and error with them and they've had to like, they've felt like they were kind of going a bit insane inside of it. So they would like have to go back to the doctor and change and then they would find the right pill and it would absolutely be perfect. I was lucky I got on the right pill at like my first pill at like 27, 26. Yeah. Um, can't remember, but she put me on the pill and she checked me six months later and everything was fine. I did feel like sometimes my hormones were a bit like up and down, but nothing that I couldn't really handle. Um, you know, I would come down and I'd realise it was just my hormones. Yeah, um, you struggled at the start, I think, didn't you? You kind of yeah. were kind of feeling a bit low and stuff. I definitely was feeling things a lot more. It was kind of like, you know, the week before your period yeah. and you're like, what's wrong with me? And you're like, everything you're a bit sensitive over and um, you can be a bit down and stuff like that. And I found that in the first few months, I was a bit down. I was a little bit depressed. And then, um, but after I did my first six months, by the end of six months, I was, I was okay. It's like my body had adjusted to this new thing that was going on. She actually said to me, she was like, you know, you've put on weight. And I was like, yeah, she weighed me. And I never weighed myself. I didn't even know my weight. And she kind of like, like, oh, you know, you can change it. She was kind of going on to me. The doctor now was saying to me, like, oh, you can change it. And um, 
was kind of like going on about my weight. And then I was walking out going, Jesus, I gained loads of weight. Or like, because the way she was saying it to me. And then I remembered when she first weighed me, I had tonsillitis. <laughs> so I had eaten in like four days because my throat was so bad. On top, If you've ever had tonsillitis, you understand. I'm glad I gained weight from that <laughs> time. Like, you know, but she was on me. But I, then I was like, oh gosh, it was tonsillitis. Wait, like, it's, it's fine. I'd rather be fit and healthy. Like, so yeah. um, I'm glad I didn't change it because then what if I had a, uh, this one suited me. So what if I hadn't of... So yeah, like yeah. Um, you haven't had any problems with it since, have you? No, I've no problems with it whatsoever. My periods, by the way, the pain is gone. So yeah. I might have a little twang in my back, um, or something like that. But it completely has relieved the pains, um, like it's insane. Like for me, it's insane. The first period I got on the pill, I was like, what? <laughs> I have been missing out on this yeah. my whole life. Like I was. You know, there was twangs. That was probably normal for other people. But for me, I was in excruciating pain. Like, I used to hope that I'd get my period in the middle of the night so I'd still be able to do something yeah. by the morning. Yeah. Because it was just so, so bad. Um, And it was really light, my period as well, from being on the pill. Like, it was... Jeez, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it got really light. So, um, it did work for me. Now, I'm not a doctor. And, you know, it was recommended by a doctor for me. I actually really, you know, I, she gave me time to think about the pill, but she was like, look, in the long run, she's like, okay, you don't want to have kids now, but in the long run, um, if you want kids, you need to kind of take the pill now. So um, it's something to do with endometriosis. It can make it harder to be um, fertile and stuff like that, especially the longer you leave it. And obviously I've left it a really long time. So she was like, just for yourself in the long run. And... Um, so I said, okay, I don't want kids now, but like in the future, you don't know. And I don't want to be kicking future me, kicking past me yeah. for not looking after myself. And I am so glad I did it now because, oh my God, I used to be in agony. Do you remember yeah. me in agony? Yeah, I do. I, I think all of us have kind of had it. You just had it. Like I have painful periods too, but you mm. kind of had it consistently. Like I could go a couple of months without any pain. Yeah. But whereas you would kind of be every time nearly you yeah. would be in that horrendous pain but I have like experienced this like level of pain you have kind of but like not all the time if you know what I mean like yeah. there is times where I will be on the bathroom floor like crying with pain and like Feminex would be my best friend and if I didn't take Feminex I would have been fucked like and that's off the shelf now mm. like that's gone even isn't that it? was the only thing that Same. could that could make me feel better and it would make kind of tire you out as well so you'd be like kind of napping your pain away even yeah um, it used to knock me out as well yeah because yeah. otherwise you'd be in such agony and like hot water bottles can only really do a, a small amount like they can't not when you're that but, high in it like yeah when you're really in a lot of pain like I kind of overheat when I was getting my periods like really bad so I'd need to lie on the bathroom floor to get cold Same. so the last thing I kind of needed was a hot water bottle on top of me yeah you know you wanted to be freezing basically like I'd have to strip down like literally lying on the bathroom floor with probably just my knickers on that's it is that our family thing because I did the same mm. or is that norm thing for people to be like I just need to lie on the floor yeah on like, the bathroom on floor. the bathroom floor well this floor in our kitchen is perfect next it's tiles. tiles but like you just really like need to lie down. A good thing as well now, I was just thinking about your periods there and um, the 
good thing about the pill is I always know when my period's coming. Yeah, see, I've been having really... Like, up, like my whole life I've had consistent periods every single month and I'd never think about it. But literally since January this year, I have had... Oh God, they'd come like every couple of months. They'd like never be consistent, different dates. And even now, like I'm getting nervous because it was supposed to be here yesterday. And I have, I've had consistent ones for the last two yeah. months. So I thought it was kind of getting better. Um, so now I'm afraid when it goes even like one or two days past when it's supposed to be, I'm like, oh no, please don't do this to me again. Because yeah. like, as I mentioned in, in other podcasts, I do have like health and anxiety. So I get really like afraid of something like that. Yeah. It's happening. I'm like, oh God, what's wrong with my body? Why is this happening? Um, and I went to the doctor about it and I kind of had the opposite experience of you, Michelle. I was hoping you were going to call your doctor out. <laughs> I was actually like, please call your doctor out. Yeah. Um, I went in, I think maybe March. I hadn't had a period yet, like this year. Um, it was before all COVID. Anyway, not that that really matters, but anyway. Well, like you could go to the doctor. Yeah, you could go in. Yeah. And I was saying to her, like, you know, I haven't had a period and she was kind of listening to me and then she was like is there a chance you could be pregnant and I was like no mm-hmm. she was like are you sexually active I was like yeah and she was looking at me then doing that whole confused thing like what um so then she was I had to tell her basically that I was in a same-sex relationship and she was getting all like flustered then being like oh right okay um you don't need to be on the pill then because I went in kind of hoping she'd put me on the pill so I could like monitor my cycle and yeah. um know what's going on because I probably could do it being on it anyway for pain yeah. levels as it is 100% um but I kind of avoided it because I don't I'm not very good at taking things consistently like um, tablets so but I knew that there was something like I needed something to keep track of my periods anyway she was like oh you don't need to be on it you if you're not having sex with a man you don't need to be on it because you could get cancer you could get she was listing all these basically uh, side effects but really serious ones and like you were saying Michelle your doctor never did all that in yeah so it was actually I had the opposite as well like so basically what happened was I had some time to think about whether I wanted to go on the pill or not so what I did was make a list of all the worries I had when it came to like you know, I did, I put down depression, I put down waking, um, I put down mood swings. Um, I said, I work with very vulnerable people, I can't be up and down. Um, so I came in with a list to her and she was the up, like, I don't know if it was the same doctor. I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. And so I went into the doctor and I, with all these and she kind of was like, look, this happens, this happens. Like, So she kind of relieved me. So it's the opposite. Like, I don't know what, if that doctor wasn't trained to... No, she hadn't a clue. Hadn't a clue, but she got so flustered. And that's so bad. Like, she should be able to... Like, they put me on the pill and told me to go on the pill because painful periods, they didn't know if I had endometriosis, um, they, the cycle, stuff like that. Um, there was nothing to do about sex. Yeah. Nothing to do about and sex. And then... Um, so she, she was talking about that and then she was like, I'm just going to put that on your file because you're supposed to get your Samir in like in the next few months. Like I was turning 25 in July um, and she was like, I don't know if you'll be able to get that if you haven't, you know, because she asked me, did I have sex with a man? And I said no. And so she was like, I don't know then if you'll be able to get your Samir. And anyone oh, who kind of, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, go into it too much, but like, yeah. um, it's pretty 
obvious that she was basically saying if you haven't had sex with a man that you haven't had sex at all that you basically haven't um, not even that had sex with a penis like yeah yeah, because so she's basically saying that you haven't like you know broken in your hymen that's the word isn't it um yeah so that's what she was saying because obviously you know there is something that has to go in you when you have your smear test so you do have to you know, I think you do have to have had sex or... Yeah, you can't be um, a virgin for some reason, yes, or Because I think it, it would just be too painful for yeah. them to do it for you. But basically, that's what she was insinuating to me. Um, and I just knew there She's and then... She's obviously missing out. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew there and then that she had no idea. Um, she, yeah, so obviously her sexual education isn't very really bad, really bad, really bad. And like to be fair, we're understanding of that because ours was really bad as well. Like, I know. I just think there needs to be more training with doctors and stuff like that for things. Because imagine that was a young girl going in, or mm. and she's thinking like she might know. Like I know I need a smear. I'm registered for one, and I'm gonna book it next week. And I'm going to go for it because I know that I can have one. Like, yeah. I know that myself. Like, I think it's just for other people, though, that might know that. Like, if you're young, not that you be getting a smear when you're young, but some people do actually end up having to get one. Like, one of my friends had yeah. one before she was 25 because there was, you know, there was difficulties there or whatever. Um, so, it was like, the, the fact that they don't know and that's what they say. And also, what I thought was really weird was that she put it on my medical file that I was in a same-sex rela- relationship. And I was like, really, how does that affect anything going forward? And she said it was for the smear, but, like, I don't think so. So now when I go in for my smear, they're probably going to bring that up. I'm hoping they won't. But if they do, yeah. I'm just going to be like, I don't care. That has nothing to do with my, like, um, my cervix or whatever it is you're going to actually get tested for. But, like, you know, that shouldn't matter. So, like, if you're listening to this and you are either a doctor, nurse, or someone in the medical field, or um, you are someone in the LGBT community, has that happened to you before? Because, uh, like, or even um, a heterosexual, like, I don't think that's on my file. Because, uh, like, or even um, a heterosexual, like, I don't think that's on my file. Like, no, God, no. Why, why would it need to be on my file? Fair enough, it might need to be on my file if... Um, it was a dating profile or, or even a mental health thing because it's good information to know maybe but what but why what does that matter medically oh i've tonsillitis oh maybe that's because you're in a heterosexual relationship <laughs> like well it doesn't it just doesn't like oh yeah no really it i will come out of there like so annoyed because i was like but I'm... what if she meets a homophobic doctor somewhere or what if she meets like do you know what i mean like that's you're putting her like at risk you're you're proud of it and like we're all proud of you and stuff like that but like it doesn't need to be on her file like she doesn't want it on her file as well like it's not like you were like put that on my file yeah please i want every doctor i go to to know this about me it just doesn't make you don't know who you'd meet though yeah that's the thing like and i just i just thought it was so irrelevant it had nothing to do with what i was actually going there for i just wanted to track my period that was it i wasn't even um talking about my smear mom's phone's ringing sorry (laughs) i kind of had literally just felt defeated i didn't even try and fight it because i was like i don't even know what to say to you because i was just so shocked i really thought i'd go in and it'd just be kind of smooth sailing you know she didn't even give me kind of any form of reason that my periods might be skipping she was kind of just like 
Um, yeah, you went in with a massive issue. You hadn't got a period in three months. She like, was like, that's normal. That happens, people. I was like, it's never happened to me in my whole life that I've had periods. I've had periods for like, what, um, 12 years, something along those lines. Uh, definitely over 10 anyway. And she didn't give you a reason, like stress no, or nothing. anything. She was too... You yep. obviously caught her off guard and that shouldn't be a thing. You should be able to go into your doctor and they should be educated on these things. Like, Yeah, I think for me, the reason that my period is a bit um, all over the place is because I did gain weight. That's what I'm thinking. But that's just me self-diagnosing. I don't know. That's usually like only if you gain or lose a um, high proportion. Yeah. It's not really if you go up a few pounds. Like It's usually if you go from one end to the other. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that was just my kind of thinking on it. But I genuinely don't know. I'll definitely go back again when my normal doctor comes back. Um, if if it does keep... If my period doesn't yeah. come. And I remember before when... It was just before, actually, pandemic. Because I remember thinking on my yeah. way to work, I was going to go into GOSH. Yeah. And um, their... What is... how do, Is it gender orientation? Is it sexual health something? HIV. <laughs> something like that gosh anyway it's in Limerick they're a really good service it's actually Midwest so I think it's like North Tip and Clare as well but um, yeah, I was going to go into them because I'd done a workshop with them and they know a lot about LGBT people and um, like that kind of stuff sexual health and stuff like that so I was going to go into them but it was just before the pandemic because I was going to go in and be like can you give this doctor some information because <laughs> what the fuck like this is bizarre like so um, I think it's because she told you about the smear and I was theme and I was yeah. like that is that is just crap and um, so I've kind of had it on and off since April I think I've skipped like one month in between so it hasn't been too bad and I'm hoping that like this month will be fine I don't know like I've never had this before um, so I'm hoping it'll go back to normal I really don't know the reason if it doesn't I will have to go back and be like what is actually happening because this can't be normal to keep skipping periods you know so much yeah. so I'll see I do probably I'd say I probably will go back and ask my doctor that's off at the minute to put me on the pill just for my own sake to keep a track on my period and also to like monitor the pain because it does be really bad some months like I can be in agony and like I can there's some days where I can't leave my bed like because of it or like if I was going into college I'd have to take a day off and can't really email your lecturer and say, excuse me, you can't come in, uh, my period's yeah. so bad. You should be able to, but you can't. Yeah. Well, like, that was the same. I remember one day I was I was working at McDonald's at the time and I was hunched over the counter. I was in agony. This actually happened to me twice, but I had to run. So I used to get so, so much pain, I'd puke from it. And um, I had to run and get sick. And he thought I was hungover. And I was like, please, can you let me go home? And they, he was like, you know, like, he thought I was hungover, so he's like, no, like, you know, like, he was, I knew him, so he was messing, and then I was like, no, seriously, like, and I had to go home, like, I had to pay from a taxi from, like, Liffey Valley to um, wherever Sarah lived, which was the other side, I think, cost me, like, 50 euro, and yeah. I didn't care, like, I lost a day of work, and I had to pay for the taxi, I could not have gotten buses, I was dying, I literally went in, had to take two Feminex, and literally went straight to sleep, like, it was... Yeah so bad I was in so much pain like you would you take you'd lose days of college yeah. you'd lose like any trips you had away you'd lose everything because you couldn't leave your bed or you leave the bathroom floor and if you were somewhere else than home That's oh my horrible. god especially one day I was on the bus home from Dublin oh, to Ardy it was 
horrible she gets so hot yeah i really overheat when i get my period so like the worst thing on a bus would be the worst because you can't just take all your clothes off and lie yeah. there which is what you really want to do like and if you leak like I was a couple of years ago when I was still having my really bad periods I was sitting having um I didn't even know it was coming you know usually you can kind of go okay my hormones are at me my skin is like breaking out it must be at least a couple of days away and you might get twinges of pain but I didn't and this was the first time ever and I was sitting in a cafe with all my friends and um like friends I hadn't seen that while I'm one like there was mainly boys and what happened is I got a twang and I was like oh god it must be coming but what I didn't realize is it had arrived and so I walked downstairs at him and um, say goodbye to him and his um I looked down and I was like oh balls there was blood on my trousers mm-hmm. and I was like crap and he was trying to get his girlfriend to come over and be like, oh, say goodbye to Michelle. And I was like, have to go, bye. <laughs> and I literally ran into boots. I looked like the rudest person in the world, but I was like, I actually can't. Like, I, can't, I could barely hug him because I was like trying to hide it with bags. And lucky enough, I had gone to Penny's before when I was waiting to meet him. So I went in and bought myself leggings for some reason because I wanted comfy leggings and a comfy, I bought a men's jumper. <laughs> lucky enough. And then I got on the bus from Dublin to Limerick. And I'd say it was the worst bus journey of my life. I was, that's like two and a half hours. I was dying. I actually got sick, but I have felt like I was going to get sick. Like I have definitely felt that before, but thankfully not because I have, I absolutely hate getting sick. So that would just be absolutely horrendous. I don't know how you managed to deal with that. Like that's, I thought it was normal. I know. And it's not sad. Like I thought it was, I think of those days. I remember my mom thinking I was dramatic because she'd never seen me. And she just, well, she didn't tell me that she thought I was dramatic until she seen me. One day she came home and I was upstairs in the bathroom floor and I just looked like, and this kind of was when it was getting like, the worst was nearly over. Do you know, I'd gotten sick. I'd kind of like gotten through a bit of the pain, but um, I was lying there and I was, you know, pale as anything. And she came in and she was like, shocked by it so she told me there because I always thought you were being dramatic yeah <laughs> it's like no I no, wish I remember I remember you and her even saying that to me about panic attacks I think it's when you see it then you're like fuck it actually is really bad yeah because when someone's just telling you you can't really sometimes yeah. you can't picture it but when you actually see it you're like oh fuck like you yeah. actually were in agony yeah that's what I said about your panic attacks like um you know I'd only see her kind of working herself up and then she'd come back down but when I seen Laura in the midst of a panic attack like she was in agony like I did not know what to do it was like she was screaming with pain and like because I knew it was like mental pain if it was physical pain and she busted her leg I might be able to get her ice I might be able to do this and that but because it was mental pain I was like I was bringing out everything I knew in the book but I was like this is all for the start of a panic attack what do you do when they're in the midst Mm -hmm. of a panic attack and I know you're supposed to just let let it go on and like hopefully she's not, but it took so long that I was yeah. like, oh my God, what am I going to do here? So yeah, it was like mental pain. And that's that's a different level as well. Like, because you can't pop a Panadol and be oh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately not. And I was trying, I was saying that to you. Just yeah. give me something, just anything. In the end, I just like, she kind of wore herself out yeah. and I had to give her a phone 
And I was like, just look at something, just distract yourself. And that kind of became a thing then, yeah, didn't yeah, it? that's my go-to now. I, if I ever feel anxious, I just play BuzzFeed quizzes. But it is, it's all about the art of distraction. Yeah. Just, yeah, get through it. So what we're going to do is just do a couple of true or dares. And, true um, or dares? Are true or false? <laughs> Jesus, that's a different I dare to you. Um, no, so there's just a couple. So I don't actually know the answers and I hope this works. Um, so we'll see if we know anything. So the first one is, Laura, when you're on your period, you have to have cramps. So I'm going to say false nah. because I thought yeah. it had to be true because I thought it was normal, but I don't think people do. No, not everyone does. Yeah, so I'm going to click false. Oh, we don't get the answers till we fill them all out. <laughs> Great. Um, the second one is periods usually start every 28 days. Yeah. True. You're going to say true. I feel like it's false. I don't know. I feel like a regular cycle is supposed to start like every 28 days. But That's what my pill is, I think, 28 days. Yeah, so I'm going to say true, but like obviously that's not the case for everyone. It's not the case for me. Yeah. But like that's kind of the average day. Discharge is not normal during your time of the month. Fuck, I don't know. I'd say that's false. It definitely is. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely is normal, I mean, by the way, yeah. Pads are the only thing available to absorb period blood false obviously because yeah. there's tampons there's menstrual cup well i don't know the menstrual cups absorb it i don't yeah, know yeah they do surely they will they i don't know i don't know i've never used them i don't know if they because absorb blood is different than gathering it gathering. <laughs> collecting <laughs> it, it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> periods are harmful to your body and can hurt you true mine um, was true yeah, I don't know if you'd say they're harmful. Harmful, but I don't know. They can hurt you, definitely. Periods prepare your body to have a baby. God, um, it's going to be fun to have a baby. <laughs> I don't know. If I feel like true, is it? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll give true. it a go. If we're, we could be very wrong here. Most women or young ladies lose two to three tablespoons of liquid during this time. Two I feel like two. more. Like way more than that. Two to three tables. Oh, false, right? Surely it has to be way more. But than it that. is most women, so maybe it's like majority, and not all. I like. I've had friends who have like. I said I leaked on top of a, a bike thing the other day, like the seat on a bike. I've had friends destroy sheets, yeah. destroy clothes. Um, I've destroyed trousers. Well, not destroyed them, but I've had to put them in the wash straight away. Same with like knickers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Eight is a period is when blood comes out of your vagina from the uterus to prepare you so one day you can do childbirth. One day you can do childbirth. <laughs> true, true. I'm sorry, this doctors. Be so awkward if we're wrong. Um, men receive periods. True. Yeah. Um, when you get a period, you will most likely experience cramps. I'm gonna say mm. true. True, because it's most likely. I'm sure you get like mini ones. Although that kind of goes against their first question they asked for some oh, but you're lucky. No harm. Oh my god, there's no answers. Stop. Where? Uh, thank you for your time. Oh, you've correctly answered seven out of ten questions. They don't tell us which ones. They don't tell us which ones. That is so fucking annoying. We look at something else I was looking at was um Period poverty. Oh, yes. So, um, period poverty is, and if you have a period, you will know that it's not always the cheapest to buy pads, menstrual cups, tampons. Um, one of the most expensive places is the airport. 
for some reason because people are like, well, you have no option but to yeah. buy it. Like I've seen pads that are like five euro um, more. A dimensional cup is a bit more expensive, but it's reusable. So like, you know, it's environmentally friendly. I haven't met it there yet. It is something that I'm looking at. Although I did find reusable pads the other day and I was like, oh, I might try them out. They were 14 euro. Um, used to wash them and I don't really know how to use them. I said I was going to go look it up and watch a few YouTube videos and try and see how, it works. Uh, how they are and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so there's like, there's the Homeless Period Ireland, which I follow, and they're really great. They take like donations of um, period pads and they give them out to people, um, homeless people um, or people in different like they would send them out to different like organizations that would work with vulnerable people as well and um, you don't realize how expensive they are like i know i remember on my placement we do like um, a food cloud every wednesday yes but we had gotten delivered like pads and tampons from i think one of the tesco's just randomly one yeah. time and we put them out with the food cloud. We're like, maybe people will take them. You know, I don't know if they will or not, but we'll put gone. them out just in case. Literally yeah. gone within yeah. seconds. Like everyone took them because people need them and they're so expensive. Like they can be really expensive depending on where you get them. And the cheaper ones, the quality you can tell. Like, so fair enough, maybe it is to make them, but. Yeah, but if you have like a heavy period, you can't be wearing them little light ones. Like you just couldn't. And. Especially like, you know, if you are homeless or something, where are you supposed to wash your clothes if you do destroy them, if you're wearing a light um, pad or whatever it may be? Like, you do have to think of these things. Like, if you've ever tried to wear tissue oh, because you've been in public and you haven't had a chance or you have to go or you've ran out of them and you have to leave the house, like, it is, oh my God, it's a nightmare. It'll drain through it or it'll fall down your leg. It is horrible. It's hard. It's uncomfortable to even sit there. I've heard about homeless people wearing socks as well, like yeah. like they've found socks and stuff, and it's not like they can wash, go home and wash their socks. Like it's it's truly awful. Now we've always like in every organisation I've worked in, they've always had period pads like on display, tampons, everything there, and some donations have left in menstrual cups as well. They honestly go because people need them yeah. and you know like one i was working in was just all women so they there was constantly people getting them but you know a relief that is that you know they would go into the organization you know they'd spend the day there and if it was so happened that you would get your period and you didn't know you could just walk out or you could shout at someone and say can you bring me in one of those pads it wasn't a big deal it was brilliant like whereas in schools and stuff like that i'm sure they have them but you wouldn't be able to shout out and say You probably Hello. have to go looking for them, which you should. And they should just be in, like, bathroom stalls or... Yeah. You know, they should... You just have to pay for oh them in the, like, um, bars and stuff like that. And you'd be paying for, like, one pad and it'd be so and expensive. And awful little small ones. Like, I know that works for some people, but that wouldn't be... If that was my first day of my period, that would be no use to me at all. No use. But I know now in my college, you can go up to the student union office and they'll give you free ones. And also, it's really weird... But they do this thing around exam time where they'll put out like um, free pads and free deodorant and all this. And I just think that would be such a good thing to do all year round. So um, there's a couple of people here that it says who period poverty affects. So it affects low income households because they are, what was said, the sole expense of homelessness, direct provision. So um, what else it says is that how you can help. So if you go on to spun out, 
and you really do want to read it like it will tell you all the difference so the impact of period poverty feelings of shame or embarrassment um this can come along with periods in general but imagine not being able to um you know be able to get the products as well um missing school college work or social activities unsuitable alternatives and discomfort and that's what we said about um the tissue it is a discomfort like no other and you're walking along trying to make it not slip out it's it's, it's absolutely horrible. and it's just it's not long term you could only wear it for about an hour max i would say and you'd oh, have to yeah. change it and to nearly go and go to the shop to get yeah, yours yeah because it's just it's not it can't um be sustainable yeah it's just not at yeah. all like it really isn't it just the blood just sticks to it straight away and it's just you wouldn't no. be able to wear it overnight overnight oh, is God, the heaviest because no. it's obviously such a long period of time and um, so it says how to help people in period poverty and um, talk about it end the stigma around periods um, there's a massive stigma and we talked about this at the start like you know we all hide our tampons or hide our pads when we're going around places you know it just proves that uh ad on tampax was banned yeah. and even though it was really educational because so many of us do not know how to use tampons i'm not gonna lie to you i don't wear them and i'd say if i went to try it i would probably not have a clue what yeah. i was doing and that's really sad now fair enough it's still on youtube but it should be able to be on telly it's like one of the girls was saying that, like, if she had seen that when she was younger, it would have made such a difference to her. Yeah, it should know? be in, like, mainstream media so, like, people can see it rather than go looking for it. It should kind of just be there. Exactly, yeah. So the next thing is ask for free period supplies. Ask your school, college or workplace to provide free period products like pads and tampons in the bathrooms so that those in need um, can access them. And that's kind of what Laura was saying as well. And they say to make them available in men's rooms or other shared spaces so that trans men who are still experiencing menstruation can also get the products they need. So that's really important, like even to have them relying around the place. It also normalizes periods. If you see them, pads everywhere, you're just like, oh yeah, there's pads. The same way you see condoms everywhere. Like they're all constantly giving out condoms at festivals, yeah. um, colleges, like Freshers Week, stuff like that. Why are you not handing out like tampons and shit yeah, as well? Exactly. Like, come on. Um, donate products to charities. Um, Homeless Period Ireland is a great service. Um, there's a lot of uh, direct provision, people collecting for direct provision as well. Um, the Sale Project in Dublin. Um, but Homeless Period Ireland actually work with a lot of organisations. So if you were to donate to them, they would kind of spread it out. Yeah. Um, they donate to people like Anna Liffey and stuff like that as well. Um, so yeah they're a really good one well look we don't have the answers for you but um we have some things here actually i'll ask you and see if you know the answers you ready right, go on. i'm going to test your knowledge Great. of being a person who gets a period okay how do most girls get their period or when sorry not how. <laughs> like, um, i don't know <laughs> do you know the biology like 11 um most girls get their first period when they're around 12 but getting at any time between age 10 and 15 is okay oh well then i was right yeah granted. all our bodies have its own schedule okay what causes the period um when the <laughs> egg leaves the fallopian tube <laughs> oh, it happens because of changes in hormones in the body uh, the ovaries release the female hormone estrogen and oh, proestrone. Oh, yeah, good luck. 
the hormones cause the line of the uterus or womb to build up. The build-up line is ready for a fertilized egg to attach to and start developing. If there's no fertilized egg, the lining breaks down and bleeds. Oh, I think that could be something to do with what I have. Right. <laughs> then the same process happens all over again. Woo, we get to do it over and over again. We haven't even started on talking about menopause. <laughs> oh, will you fuck off? <laughs> oh, not um, the area. Okay, let's see. You are, though. Oh, great. Thanks very much. Do periods happen regularly when menstruation starts? Oh, um, yeah, no. It depends on who the person is. It says for the first few years after a girl starts her period, it may not come regularly. This is normal at first, but about two to three years after her first period, a girl's period should be coming around once every four to five weeks. Can I just say, by the way, this is from a quiz. This is not our language. We wouldn't just say a girl. Just to let you know. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm just actually reading. I do not know this knowledge. The amount of time they are saying, girl, girl, girl. I'm like, that's part of the problem, really, as well. It's just yeah, it should be a person. Human. A human. A human being. I'll try and change it. It's just because I'm no, reading. No, you're grand. I was just clarifying that. It's not actually coming from us. Yeah. So, but, like, isn't that funny that um, it says here, a person's period should be coming around once every four to five weeks. This comes from kidshealth.org, by the way. <laughs> um, so, like, and your doctor was like, it's normal, but not to kidshealth.org, it's not. Nah, um, can a human get pregnant as soon as their period starts? Yeah. Yes, correct, Amando. How long do periods last? Um, is it like five to seven days? Five days, but a period can be shorter or last longer. Yeah. How often does a period happen? It's supposed to be every 28 days, once a month. This says weeks. Four to five weeks. Bingo. You just told me that. <laughs> did I? Yeah. I said this says, oh, did I? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Should I use a pad, tampon or menstrual cup? You do your boo. What do you think most people use? I'm going to guess pads. Yeah. When they first get their period. I should have a fucking clue how to use tampons because the TV won't let you play it. But then they also said that. Stick it in. People find tampons more convenient than pads, especially when playing sports or swimming. There you go. That would be, especially swimming, I'd imagine, or if you wanted to wear a bikini or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it also says that some people prefer a menstrual cup. They're made of silicone. Um... To use a menstrual cup, a girl inserts it into her vagina. It holds the blood until she empties it. I knew it holds right. it. Um, how much blood comes out? Jesus, how am I supposed to know this? Um, well, the other one said uh, three to four teaspoons, <laughs> teaspoons, didn't it? Yeah, so and that's right because it says only a, you lose only a few tablespoons of blood oh, during the whole period. So yeah, we must. That's so two, like that was probably what they do wrong, say. Though. It says it may look like a lot of blood, but it's only that. Not bad. Most people need to change their pad, tampon, or menstrual cup about three to six times a day. Yeah. Will you have periods for the rest of your life, Laura? Probably not. When I hit the menopause, it'll be done. And what age do you think that people hit the menopause? It's between, like, something. I'm going to go at 40 to 55. 45 to 55. Oh, not a bad yeah, guess. And their periods would apparently stop. Nice. Winning for them. <laughs> and when they're pregnant, they won't have a period. Yeah. So what is PMS? Premenstrual cycle. So the um, pre-men- premenstrual, what is this? Syndrome. Syndrome. 
it's like the week before normally your period you get like hormonal or you might even start getting cramps um, I get that really bad or your mood will be awful that's me yeah same I just I love to cry but only to happy videos not sad videos oh no I love a good like yeah show me a video of someone getting adopted and then like yeah play me some Lewis Capaldi and we have a cry <laughs> so this is when a, a person has emotional physical symptoms that happen before during her period their period sorry these symptoms can include moodiness sadness anxiety bloating and acne they go away after the first few days of a period what can you do about cramps um you can go to your doctor for the pill um, (laughs) it's not on this actually you can take some medication some painkillers yeah it recommends ibuprofen or naproxen you could use a hot water bottle Yes, there's a warm heating pad in your belly and that's all they give is those two things. Yeah, that's all there really is. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's no option. There's nothing else. Like. Should you watch for any problems? Most people don't have any problems with their periods, but call your doctor if you are 15 and haven't started your period. I've had your period for more than two years and it still doesn't come regularly. So about, as we said, every four to five weeks, mm-hmm. you have bleeding between periods, have severe cramps that don't get better with ibuprofen or naproxen. Um, have very heavy bleeding, bleeding that goes through a pad or tampon faster than every one hour, have periods that last more than a week, have severe PMS that gets in the way of your everyday activities. So it said periods are a natural healthy part of a human's life. They shouldn't get in the way of exercising, having fun and enjoying life. If you have questions about periods, ask your doctor, a parent, health teacher, school nurse or older sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. I think we should... um end this episode and I'll put in um, Leona Lewis keep bleeding <laughs> if anyone's one. watched um, Valentine's Day no isn't it? no strings attached no strings attached and Ashton Kutcher makes Natalie Portman a period mix honestly goals <laughs> and gold. he brings her cupcakes <laughs> yeah literally goals so we'll end it on that so. Um, so thanks very much sorry the quiz didn't work there but it just shows what the internet can do yeah fuck it we'll leave it in why not if you have any other information for us please tell us because we are still learning about our own periods because yeah they didn't teach us so we have to learn the hard way um, thanks very much for listening I thanks, hope you guys. enjoy Bye. keep bleeding keep, keep bleeding love Woo. you cut me open and I